crazy mother. This is episode number 83 of the Hustling for Happiness podcast. Hello, beautiful people. This is Chris Teich, the creator of Hustling for Happiness. And if you don't know what that is, Hustling for Happiness is a brand which I have developed to inspire you to get after your goals and dreams each and every day. Now, sometimes here on the podcast, I will read blog articles, which I have written in the past. And then other times I will simply rant. Um, so... I've taken a little bit of a break from podcasting because I decided to focus on TikTok. And I'm happy to say that I've now cracked 10,000 followers. I'm actually up to 16,000 plus followers. And um, I know a lot of that audience is coming over here to listen to the podcast. So I'm immensely grateful. And with that being said, let's get into episode number 83. Eight small shifts that will solve 80% of your problems. So number one, first point, assume people have good intentions. Our brains are so negative, man. I mean, you know, we automatically think that people are out to get us or people have, you know, manipulative tendencies. Listen, my friends, you can't read people's minds. You have no idea why they do what they do. And ascribing any type of ill reasons or labels to other people's strange conduct, it adds to our pain. It adds to life's pain, too. But believing good intentions opens the door to reconciliation. Maybe people do certain things and they're just not aware that they're doing it. They might not know that it's bad. They might not know that it's a negative. So it's important to recognize what labels we are putting on the behaviors of other people. So just try to assume that they have good intentions. So small shift number two, this is big. Avoid using negative words. If you've been following me for a minute, you know that I'm all about proper self-talk and self-dialogue. You got to stop saying things like, I can't. It's impossible. And things like, Oh, this will never work. This type of talk, it puts limits on the invisible power that's inside of you. That power that comes out during hard times when you refuse to quit when things get difficult. Like, guys and girls, your mind is literally programmed by the words you speak. You're turning your intellect into trash when you trash talk. Stop trash talking yourself. You've got to treat yourself as well as you treat the people that you love. You know how good you are with your best friend? You know how compassionate you can be with a student? Do you know how, how patient you can be with a child? You've got to do that with you. You've got to be your own mentor, your best friend, your cheerleader, instead of having a PhD in bashing yourself. It's got to stop. Small shift number three, celebrate more frequently. This does not mean going out to the clubs and the bars on the weekend and just getting trashed. No, it means celebrate your wins. Your life's minor and huge victories and accomplishments deserve to be recognized. 
And it's a mistake to rush to the next work or objective without acknowledging your wins. So let me ask you, and I want you to actually be frank and objective about this. How often do you pat yourself on the back? We're so good at finding the negative and we dwell and we harp on the things that we that we do incorrectly, whatever we do wrong and whatever's wrong about our life. But how often do you look back on your day at the end of the day and, and think like, hey, I did that right. Good on me. Like if you wake up and you make your bed in the morning, it's a simple example, but that's a win. You don't need to make your bed, but yet you choose to and you choose to make it look good. Pat yourself on the back for that. We're not good at patting ourselves on the back. We're not good at celebrating what we do well. But yet we're expecting to go out there and achieve more and achieve greatness. You can't achieve greatness if you don't feel great. So food for thought. Small shift number four. Decide that you must achieve your goals. Listen, you know, a lot of you that are listening right now, you don't know me. Um, but my friends, my family, they think I'm a maniac. <laughs> they call me crazy um, because I am psychotic when it comes to my goals. And I want to be. I don't want to be normal when it comes to my goals. If you look at the people that are the Spielbergs of their industry, the Mark Cubans, the Oprahs, you know, everybody that we know of that has conquered their chosen profession and their field. They were obsessed and still are in some cases. So never begin an action that will help you achieve your objective by declaring, oh, I'll try. What the hell is that? I'll try. I mean, if you had a loved one that was going into surgery and a surgeon came in and said, oh, I'll try and save them. Would that really give you any type of confidence? No, it wouldn't. But yet, when you're pursuing endeavors, hunting and chasing goals, and wanting to achieve, you say, I'll try. Well, why do you do that? Well, we do that because we give ourselves a license to fail when we use that term. We say, I'll try. That's giving us a back door. That's giving us a way out. Oh, I'll do my best. No. If you want to achieve your goals, you have to replace it with I shall or I must or I will mark my words. And you have to use those terms to describe your behavior. There's got to be no wiggle room, no space for you to just duck out of there and just throw in the towel. No, if you want something, go and get it. Come hell or high water. Regardless of how many times you get rejected, regardless of how many times life sets you back, you get back up and you get after it until, period. Now, if that's intense, good. Maybe you need a little bit more intensity in order to get what you want. Maybe that's been the missing link as to why you don't have what you want. Get focused, get intense, and don't stop until you get it. Where are we at? Okay. Small shift number five, define failure as failing to take action, okay? You have no control over anything but your own actions, regardless of, you know, the objectives or the milestones. That doesn't matter. Failure 
and hence success, become more manageable when you redefine failure as failure to take action. My friends, you don't always have control over the results. So if you're basing, you know, if you're a success or a failure off of if you get the results or not, you're not going to last. You're not going to last. That is out of your control. If I'm an actor going on an audition, I might have to go on 100 auditions until I get a job. But if I go on audition 1, 2, 7, 23, and I still don't have a job, I don't have the results, I'm going to label myself as a failure. But I'm labeling myself as something that's false because the results aren't in my control. What is in my control is to go on that audition. What is in my control is what actions I take. So what can you do that's in your control? What skills can you get better at? How can you manage your emotional state? And what actions, physical actions, can you take today? If you do that, then you are a success. If you don't take the actions that you know you should take today, well, then that makes you a failure. So see failure as failing to take action. Not about the results. Not about what happens or what doesn't happen. No. Did you take action today for your dream? Good. Do it again tomorrow. Do it again next week. Do it all month. Do it all year. Where are you going to be, you think? Where are you going to be a year from now if you take steps and take action every single day? Think about that. Small shift number six. Don't waste energy on hate. Hate is an emotional parasite. It dulls your vitality and depletes your health. Take action if there's anything wrong in the world that you can fix, but you are better off forgiving and forgetting if you can't take action. And I'm not talking about forgetting completely. I'm talking about forgetting the pain. You learn the lesson and that's how you forget the pain. You never, ever carry it around with you. You forgive the people, the experiences, the enterprises that may have caused you to hate to begin with, but you're not forgiving them for them. You forgive for yourself. So you aren't enduring this poison inside of you. So don't waste the energy on hate. Number seven, this one is actually a difficult one for me. (laughs) Don't take yourself too seriously. The capacity to laugh at yourself not only makes you a happier person, but it also makes you more powerful, influential, and appealing to others. And when you have the ability to laugh things off, that will become a habit. And when you can laugh at yourself, then you can start laughing at your problems too. It's not going to have as much of an effect on you because you've built up the habit of just laughing at things. You're going to feel lighter. You're going to feel more joyful. You're just going to be happier. So, yes, your goals are important. Your dreams, yes, paramount importance. But laugh at yourself. Just laugh at yourself, you know? Like, I'll tell you a quick story about me where I legitimately laughed at myself. It was last week. I set my alarm for, I think it was 5.30 in the morning. 
And for whatever reason, I didn't set it for 5.30. I set it for 1.30 in the morning. 1.30. Don't know why. So my alarm goes off and I wake up. I have my water. I haven't even looked at any clocks. I have my water. I have my caffeine to wake up, my pre-workout stuff before I go to the gym. And then I look at my phone. And it says 1.39 in the morning. And I'm like... Well, that ain't right. <laughs> and I laughed about it. Because what are you going to do? It's already happened. I did my best to go back to sleep. I got a couple more hours of sleep. And then I got up and I did the same thing again. And, you know, off we go. Here we go. Off and running. Right? Laugh at yourself more. Don't take it too seriously. Don't use any experience as an excuse to beat yourself up. Just laugh about it. Just laugh. Small shift number eight. Don't try to win every argument. Don't do it. My friends, don't do it. Some fights aren't worth fighting. And many individuals are easier to deal with when they believe they've won. Let them win. Let them win sometimes. What matters isn't winning, but rather what you and the other participants intend to do next. Some people need to win. They need to have the last word. They need to have the final say because their ego can't take anything. But it's up to you to be able to identify that. Oh, wow, I'm dealing with somebody who is egocentric. And we know, I've talked about it in the past before, that somebody that is egocentric, that's got a big ego, the root of that ego, the core of who they are, is insecurity. Don't sink to their level. Identify that this is a person who's actually highly insecure. They're not fighting for what's right. They're fighting for their word. They're fighting to win at all costs in an unhealthy way. You have to be able to identify that and take note and just say, yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, you might be right. Good luck to you. But you know. You know when they're egotistical. And that means you know that they're insecure. So don't be like them and be secure and be confident and take the higher road and let them think that they've won the argument. It's not going to matter in five years. So make those eight small shifts. I'll read them again for you really quickly. So, number one, assume people have good intentions. Number two, avoid using negative words. Number three, celebrate more frequently. Number four, decide that you must achieve your goals. Number five, define failure as failing to take action. Number six, don't waste energy on hate. Don't bother. Just don't do it. Number seven, don't take yourself too seriously. And number eight, tr don't try to win every single argument. So, my friends, before you go, I want to help as many people as I can while I can. That is the whole point of this brand. That is the whole point of this podcast. So I am asking you, it would mean the world to me. If I have brought you value, if I have made you laugh a little bit, maybe opened up your brain a little bit more, uh, opened up some new doorways in your mind. If I have done any of that, if I've given you value, please share the podcast, subscribe, rate it, whatever it is that you kids do. 
Um, help me get this out there. I'm trying to help as many people as I can. I'm very happy that TikTok is taking off now because I can impact more people and and help them. So please share the podcast. Also, check the show notes. Um, there'll be a couple links in there. A link to my free ebook, the Self-Discipline Manual. A link to my private Facebook group, um, Hustling for Happiness Facebook group. It's a lot of positivity. I'm posting a lot of good stuff in there. And then the link to my Instagram and my TikTok as well. If you ever want to reach out to me, if you've got any questions, be more than happy to, you know, create a video for you or maybe even a podcast. So keep getting after it. Keep going after your dreams. Keep going over the small shifts that I gave you today. Keep polishing, keep refining, keep improving, keep progressing, and as always, keep hustling for happiness. Peace.